Welcome to the Ball Bros. My name is Nick. I'm Jake. And I'm Sandy. Coming at you with a lot of sports and a little bit of nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. It's Friday, baby. TGIF. There you go. I didn't know if you're gonna be able to open it or not. I got no fingernails right now. <laughs> it's a little tough. Ugh. Yeah, Always. it's a it's a bye week, so we're all chewing our fingernails yeah. this week. We're all a little scared. Yeah, the big bye week here, but still, what are, some fun games. What do they call it? The bye apocalypse? The mm. bye Armageddon? <laughs> Something like that. What Six is teams. Disgusting. Six teams. Wow, yeah, some it's, big ones. It's horrible because you got guys uh, like Christian McCaffrey out this week, Saquon out this week. So I'm starting Rashad White. Yeah, I think everybody is going to make some uncomfortable decisions this week. Mm -hmm. And, on you know, on top of that, you have injuries and it's just like this is where you really do depth comes into play in the in these couple weeks. Yeah, depth is huge, especially for your deeper leagues. I mean, I can't imagine right now if you're in like a 14 to 16 team. Even at 12, I I feel like, I mean, you're really scraping the barrel for Mm -hmm. like, you're probably starting like a J.D. McKissick. Especially. He may not even play. I mean, Brian Robinson, these kind of guys are, you're taking a streamer just to hope they get a fall into the end zone, get you six points. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, a lot of big names, even guys like Nick Chubb are also on by. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you're talking about probably half of the top, 20 at least yeah and the browns are, got two yeah. running backs that you could potentially start so yeah. san francisco dallas i mean not really denver as much but you know there's some players there yeah it's, it's <laughs> not really <Denver. laughs> not really as much they're always on by yeah right oh, man <laughs> at least Cortland Sutton, by. right oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping he comes back still yeah well we were let's go ahead and start getting into the news we were talking about it a little we mentioned it for a second jonathan taylor is probably the biggest player who's going to play who's out this week what do you do with him i mean he's right now i mean a lot of people are throwing the 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 conversation out there that he might end up being the biggest fantasy bust of the year Mm -hmm. and it's it's he's close to it yeah if he doesn't if he doesn't really like start i'm like talking like next week start coming back in and, and doing you know 15 a game then it, it's getting very concerning at this point. And this is the whole reason that people didn't draft McCaffrey is yep. because you thought he was going to be injured. And that, that's why you can't, I guess, can't draft, predict, you injuries. Can't predict mm-hmm. injuries. Now, what you can do is say, if a guy like McCaffrey who's missed a whole year, you might be a little skeptical about how he's going to come back. You can say that. That's fair. But you can't say that just because this guy's missed some games in the past that it's going to be the same for somebody else because you really do never know. So Right. I mean, McCaffrey's came back, and I mean, he he's more missed one, maybe yeah. one game. I he mean, he's like, not, he has not he, missed any games really? this year. Okay, he so didn't play like good. half a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's looked really good too. So I mean, even, yeah. you know, even in a game where he didn't play all of it, I mean, he's been a great player, great comeback player. Mm. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor, that just hurts. But you know, on the other end of that, you know, fire up Deion Jackson. We all know, you know, yeah. what he did in his opportunity, and it shouldn't change. And he's not even in his bag yet. Right. Yeah. Speaking of that tweet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, when King Dion is talking, it's time to listen. Absolutely. The other big news is probably uh, Michael Thomas being shut down, more than likely for the year. I mean, put on IR, but the coach is not confident whatsoever, saying, you know, pretty much he's out, it's toe disgusting. injury, having surgery. Yep. God, rip all those. I mean, I was one of those people in Dynasty. I made a trade for him. Yeah. Traded a, Gabe Davis. Yeah, and yeah. a pick. That's the thing. Like, mm. I was in oh. high hopes that Michael Thomas would have been back healthy. He gave us a very slight that's glimpse a, of that's it. That's the problem. That's what's uh, if he didn't play 
at all. Like, say he didn't play those first few games, I wouldn't be upset at all. I'd be like, okay, I wasted a pick <laughs> on him, whatever. But the fact he came in and he glimpsed two great games, like he was getting fed the ball. They were running plays for him in the end zone specifically. Right. When in the the only reason gone. they have one of their wins this year is because of him. Yeah. Right. And then just just gone. They don't even they don't care about fantasy managers. They let him sit on the bench for three games. And then they put him on IR for no reason. They knew what his injury was. Yeah, I don't think it was hard to tell. I mean, he's had issues with that same toe in the past. Right. So I knew that before they said anything, I kind of knew it was like, if there's any reason he'd be out, it's because of turf toe. And as you know, you're a guy that's, you know, Jake, you went yeah. through turf toe. So you know that's it's not brutal. something that just goes away and never comes back. Yeah, I couldn't it imagine is. it at that, high, at that high of a level. Yep. Like trying to do that every week and then go back and do it again the next week. So I get it. I'm not blaming him for an injury, but on the it's other just hand, brutal. you also at that level have access to way <laughs> yeah. better health yeah. personnel. Look at that cryo cha- chamber yeah. immediately. Yep. So I, I just have a hard time at this point believing in Michael Thomas moving forward. Yeah. You know, especially from a dynasty perspective. Redraft, I don't even see him getting drafted that's, next year. I would drop him. If so I had him right now, I would drop him. That's Not in insane. dynasty. I mean, because he is on IR. If you have an open spot, he'll, he'll be thirty. On he'll there. be thirty years uh, old next year. Yeah. I mean, his timetable at this point, it's it's. It's really almost closed. What and could it's you tough. even trade him for in Dynasty? You really can't. I mean, I I would probably take like a flyer for like a third round if you're a rebuilding team. Mm. I would give. I would probably give a third for like a rebuilding team. That's crazy. You know, later though. in the year, just but. to just to have that come out of your mouth, say Michael Thomas traded yeah. for a third round pick. Right. That's incredible for a Dynasty. You know, most Dynasty drafts are only three rounds, so it's crazy to think that you would be giving up for basically the bare minimum. And that's what we've come to. It seems like in dynasty, I would trade Michael Thomas for Taysom Hill. Ooh, oh is that too gosh. far? That the thing disgusting. is at least one of them plays. Exactly. Yeah, one of He'll them always play. He's built like a semi truck. <laughs> is there any other big injury I mean, news? I saw Josh Reynolds is out. Keenan Allen is still Keenan out. Keenan Allen is uh, still out. Mike again. Williams. Was he, did no, they clear he's, him? No, Mike he's, Williams out. Is out still. he's gonna be out for a month. Mark Andrews is still questionable. Personal. You know, the thing is, they that one's d- scary. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I don't want the same result as last week where he did play. He played a few, you know, played a few downs, yeah, get hits, you know, got hit hard, hit his shoulder, which they'd said it wasn't serious. But we all know how the NFL is about injuries. Well, yeah. it was precautionary, but that game's on Monday. That's what's so scary. Right. So it's like you kind of almost can't start him unless they release something on Sunday that's like he's 100%. Or he's yeah, doubtful. Which I have a feeling they won't do that. Yeah, they'll probably leave it up. It's a game-time decision. Of course. And then what, do you, what do you do? You would have if to it's a game-time decision, likely. what do you do? Hope you have likely. Yeah. Right. Or who I mean, who are they playing on Monday night? The Bengals? The Saints. Uh, oh, the Saints? Uh, Taysom Hill. Hill. Maybe Juwan Johnson. <laughs> I like yeah. Juwan Johnson. That's an that, interesting that could be I bet he is up. available in a lot of leagues, even in all, even in Dynasty. I feel like he's probably still out there. So yeah. Maybe Probably not say, the worst. Say you, got, say you have a guy like a Gerald Everett, a Higby, who we've been talking about all year. And you have him on your bench, and you have Juwan Johnson is available in your league, and you have Mark Andrews. Mm. Are you playing one of those safer, low-ceiling yes. guys, or are you waiting to see what happens with Andrews and then picking up Juwan if he can't play? No doubt. Depends on the rest of the team and what their projection is. Now, if you played Dallas Goddard last night, I'd probably <sighs> wait. Well, yeah, I would wait. I would, I would hope for uh, – Andrews to play. I would keep. I'd keep the hope around because you need the upside. The other mm-hmm. guys aren't going to have the potential. Exactly. To put the up thing those is, points. the two names you threw out there, I wouldn't feel bad about starting. Just any That's of those mid like safe guys, you would start over Mark Andrews this week. Potentially, just because even you know, like you said, even he did play last week, and what do yeah. you do? Yeah, exactly. Six points, exactly. So 
every, honestly, every catch he had, he looked great, but then he limped I off the field. I honestly just want them to After rule him out at this point. Just rule yeah. him out. Keep him out another week. Of weekend. course you do. Yeah. But that's not what they're going to do. <laughs> they want to keep the t- other teams guessing. I mean, it's not what I want them to do because I have them. You know, I want him yeah. to be playing because I want him to be healthy. I want his impact. But for the sake of my team, the sake of his own health, I would just at that point, if he's even banged up, go ahead and bench him another week. You would Let him wish. come back stronger the next. You know, if only we were in charge of of these uh, front offices and the coaches, then we could be like, go ahead and shut them down so we can make our yes. adjustments, please. See, we could all make it so simple. Yeah, they make it easy. They make it way too complicated. Exactly. Uh, who else? Rashad Bateman, same team. Yeah, He's yeah. probably out for out the year. Out for the year, I saw, yeah. He decided he was going to have surgery. They left it up to him. Which is crazy at the same time. You know, I don't want to put him in the same boat as Michael Thomas because, like mm. you said, it was his choice. Yeah. The difference being – is Bateman, that's crazy, though. You know, mm-hmm. we look at his situation when he's on the field. He is the wide receiver one there, which is not on the same level as, like, a Michael Thomas when he never was Never again. But he will never be that again. He won't. Yeah. They're going to draft or trade for somebody. I mean, he was yeah. a first-round pick. And he even this year, he flashed with a couple deep bombs. But he just wasn't the guy, I don't think, going forward. And they everybody's complaining about Lamar not having any help. But, I mean, Rashad Bateman was a – was you know pretty big pick top so. 25 pick yeah and what's crazy too is you know you look at the ravens offense you're out here you, do you pick up a guy like demarcus robinson if you're in a very desperate situation yeah. i mean Absolutely. yeah he looked good wow. actually he did but look he's 28 good. years old so yeah and the redraft not yeah. You know, yeah maybe in dynasty dynasty if you if it is deep enough and you have some space on your team you know i could see it you know i made my own trade for I'd rather Devin have duvernay. duvernay i'd rather have duvernay. just the way they use him in that offense he is a gadget sure. guy and you and gadget guys are always going to have use even if they're not being fully involved in the passing game usually they're to get some you know yeah. plays out of the backfield they're going to you know a guy I mean, like he's him, got he's some rushing touchdowns and he's got punt, he's the only punt returner yeah, so kickoff turner in the NFL that has a return for a touchdown. 100, 103 yards. I was looking at his stats, and it doesn't show it on Sleeper. Yeah, but I know. That, I but he's got like that. 12 points that week, That's so you I'm can saying. tell. He, he's used a lot, so I, I do like him more than than Robinson, but mm-hmm. you know, who I knows? Think, I don't love either. Yeah, if you need mm. to, they're both playable. Yep. Um, good news on this one. Cordero Patterson back active. Oh, he was really? on IR. He was activated off it. I don't know how much usage he'll get mm. this week. I think Tyler Algier proved his point. We know Caleb Hundley's been running hard. I don't know how much they'll get him involved his first week back, but that is good news for Cordero. I think yeah. he's excited to be back. I saw the video of him yes. coming back onto the field. He looked ready. He looked primed. So looked I, I feel good. He seems That's like cool. such a nice guy that I, I definitely think that if he's back this week, Caleb Huntley, done. Yep. Done. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Tyler Algier, he'll be in the Huntley role. Back There's, to what he mm-hmm. did. Yeah. yeah. They're still going to run the ball a lot. And it made me f- have some more confidence for Algier because they did rave about him in preseason. So I, right. I yeah, like I what they he was said. I thought going to be the start. Well, we said, I think before the season started, like we liked Algier for the latter half of the season because we thought uh, Patterson would kind of be run down at that point because they were just going to run him so much and he's old. And now he's gotten a little bit of rest. Yeah, but now he's, yeah, he missed like three or four weeks. So yeah. maybe he's got a little extra, extra juice. Hopefully, I'm a big Cordero fan. Hopefully he can last until week 12. Just yeah. give us a few weeks, Cordero. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I think he does. thing is, as long as he's out there and he's healthy, I think he is a guy that's going to you know, be a very heavy volume requirement. Yes. I'll always, I'll always have a soft spot for him just because I picked him up in Amish last year, like week two. Yeah. He, was he, a, he literally carried me the whole year. I think he's 30, 31 years old and he's still playing his heart out. You got to love the guy. In a new, in a new position. Like, that doesn't happen in the NFL what position? very much where you switch a, a position – 
from a true literally returner slash wide receiver to a running back that he, doesn't happen and he not may just have a been a first back. round pick when he got drafted initially mm. he was high drafted yeah, by the he Vikings. was really high pick yeah i mean he was considered a bust yes he, was. he mm-hmm. honestly was he never could it catch took the ball him time it really took was it the bears i think he was on the bears the raiders yeah. the vikings and he <laughs> when he first started playing running back it was actually with the patriots oh yeah 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 and they just played a little bit i mean that was when we had james white still mm. but yeah. i mean now that he's in atlanta it's the weirdest the weirdest fantasy player yeah. of all time right yeah it really is it took him year 10 ba- or year eight team. to <laughs> blow up and now he's a quality player that when he's active he's a guy that's gonna how many get how many teams has he been on he was on Minnesota, went to the Raiders, went to the Pats, and then the Bears, and then now at the Falcons. Okay, I didn't know Yeah, okay. you got him. You got I, I need a Cordell Patterson jersey. Yeah, I know. It sounds, I like, it sounds like we're huge Cordell fans. I do like him. you got to respect the guy. I mean, I hate that he came from the University of Tennessee. Shout out that game tomorrow, the biggest probably in years. Yeah. Especially yeah. this is the first time ever that we've seen the college football playoff number one versus the AP number one team in Georgia. It'll be exciting, obviously, coming off my, you know, our Kentucky Wildcats taking that Ooh. bad L. But you mm-hmm. got our hats are off to Tennessee. They have a, legi- a legit yeah. team. Hendon Hooker is a legit Heisman candidate. And Where's I that game at? See. It's at Georgia. Well, they both have 30-year-old yes, quarterbacks. I was about to say, if Tennessee got three back-to-back games against Alabama, Kentucky, and Georgia at home, like yeah. who made their schedule? Because <laughs> God. But, yeah, it has to be at Georgia. Yep. But yep. I think Georgia wins, but that Tennessee offense is scary. Yeah. Well, I think we should go ahead and get into the starts of the week. And I'm going to go ahead and start with one that I think Sandy's going to be very mad at me about. And that's Isaiah Likely, <laughs> the backup tight end. Or maybe the second string wide receiver or the just overall the best player for the Ravens if Andrews is out. Is this no, contingent on Andrews playing? Are you sticking with it? I think you're starting him even if? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, because Bateman's that's out. Insane. I don't hate it, but also I'm, I disagree with starting him even if Andrews is, is set to play because – we saw what he did without or with Andrews playing. Now, I think that narrative does change because of what he did last week. Mm. So I think that made his case to be involved in that offense regardless. But if yeah. Andrews is playing, don't expect him to go for 17. You know, he might get you ten. three, four catches, yeah, 30 yards, seven to 10 points, but you're fine with that. Are I'd, you? Rather, I'd rather play him over Taysom Hill or really anybody outside of the top. He's a top 10 tight end for me either well, way right now, just because insane. of the offense. Do you start him over Tyler Higbee? Mm, that one's tough, but maybe because I had like a couple the, of bad weeks. I like the young upside and the athleticism. Higby's like Zach Ertz; he'll never break a tackle. Yeah. He's just gonna catch it and fall down. Yeah. So you know what you're gonna get. And likely he's one of those guys we saw him last Yards week after yeah. the catch. He's yes, he's like George Kittle and he's, Mark Andrews. You yeah. made the comparison. He's light on his feet like Ramondre. He yes. does run it like that, and I think that's what makes a tight end very effective in the NFL is being able to have that mobile body. Well, take he's hits. basically a big wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, he's only 6'4", 240, so it's not like he's a, a monster tight but end. That's, but to he's me, got the agility of the a The weight in itself, his body type is a is a prototypical tight end. I don't think you need to be 6'6", 6'5". 6'4", is a perfect height because well, you could still be very menacing. He's basically – he's almost the size of dk and aj brown if they if they added 10 pounds of muscle God, they would can be they the make same size. dk a tight end they explain would probably go no, down they have too many tight ends in seattle yeah it, make oh make him gosh. your tight end one and forget the rest oh my gosh i like will disley <laughs> yeah, i, do I do. like this i actually no did you will all hate on no offense I, I don't even no, know who, that who is. cares about no offense will disley had a, has a special <laughs> no. place in my heart because so before he got towards Achilles that no. year, Will Disley was a tight end top five. Yes, he was. Oh, so you are so it's, for it that. sucks for him, but yeah, no, I I like Will Disley. Do you want to make likely the beef of the week? I don't like. Let, let's do it. Let's do it because, because I'm likely a not. I'm a yeah, likely not. 
I'm a Duvernay fan. That was so corny. I, I like him way more than Duvernay. You like him? You're, you're, you're convicted over it. Like, he's got yeah. conviction. Oh, yeah. I love uh, Likely. I like, it's likely that he's going to have a big game. No. I think no, it's unlikely. It's Duvernay. We're making it the beef, dude, because okay. I, I don't like his, I like your conviction over here. The puns are so good. I really I like it a lot. He's likely so, 80 beers. It's yeah, Duver, yay or nay is the question. Oh, Duver, yay. Um, mm. You guys are. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we're done. We're sorry. All right, what's Let's the next one? We're making that the beef, though. Yeah, I you like good that. With that score who? Well, just, just who score. scores more? Yeah. yeah. Easy Duvernay. Duvernay. Oh, yeah, I take Duvernay. Easy Duvernay. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, my God. Okay, who's that? He needs this point, though. Give I could tie it at this. Let's go. I, that's that's officially the beef of the week, folks. Right. Duvernay oh, v man. Isaiah Likely. Okay, I Imagine love if it. If Andrews is out, then it'll be easy. Oh gosh, but that's the true. thing. That's, yeah, that I agree true. to that's that. True. That's what the question mark. You're taking a bold, you know, chance here yeah. by doing it without the knowledge of Mark Andrews. Yes. So I respect you for that. That's a beautiful. Oh, this is probably our most complex beef of the week because we have multiple injuries. My back is sweating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go. Let's go on because Sandy mentioned him earlier. I'm going to go one of my starts of the week. Deion Jackson, baby. Jack attack. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we've we've seen the sample size of what Deion Jackson was in the lead role. And now, you know, officially hearing Jonathan Taylor out, he's excited. He's ready to prove himself. The Colts like him. You know, expect a big week from Deion Jackson. He runs hard. I mean, and it's against – I mean, the only problem is – it's New at England. New England. That is a problem. Yes. And, and we Sam don't Ellinger's know if Sam Ellinger – we don't know if Sam Ellinger drops the ball off as much as Matt Ryan. He probably doesn't. And those 10 receptions were huge. But even take away half of those, I think give him a touchdown, he still scores 15 points, which I, is all I, you can ask for. I do agree with that statement, though, against New England. We look at Nick so, Chubb. Yeah, it's tough. Nick Chubb against New England, his worst game of the year, had eight points. Yeah, but Nick Chubb doesn't catch the ball. And Deion Jackson's proved that he can catch the ball. But but to that point though, with New England, I think that is going to be their toughest test on you know for having to go against the ground game. Oh yeah, they so should get destroyed. It'll be tough, but I do think that Deion the Bears, the Bears killed New England running the ball. That's true. Mm. That is and, true. And Deion Jackson, I mean, t- tweeting about his bag and all this, I'm really excited to see. Like, what what is he going to be able to do as a leader? He as looks a like back. a heart. He like I like the pass catch. Obviously, he had ten receptions, which probably is not going to happen again. But when I've watched him, I don't want to say he looks more explosive than John Taylor because John Taylor's a harder runner, but he does cut a little bit faster. In my, he has a little bit more agility than John Taylor. You know does. who he looked better than, and the Colts think he's better than Naeem Hines. So hopefully, exactly. he ca- hopefully he gets that pass catching role. He should have that same floor, about ten points right. in the starting role, and then you know if he gets two touchdowns in this game, he could be a top five running back. I'd say Deion Jackson, his floor should be 12 his ceiling could be 28 his floor yeah. was 13 yeah, only two games sample size but his floor was 13 and his ceiling was 28 <laughs> i mean <laughs> exactly. that's like literally so we have the floor and the ceiling right there i mean so it might be somewhere in between that but if, if that's big, a guy right? if that's a guy you just picked up and you're just getting you 15 points Right, There's nothing wrong with that. In, the, in this brutal of a week where you have nobody else to start, <laughs> you're happy with yeah. that. This we're is gonna, tough. We're going to talk about one of his teammates who's probably going to struggle this mm. week later too, and I think those two will play in together. Because yeah. Sam Ellinger, right. I mean, Bill Belichick's a tendency to limit young quarterbacks, right. and especially mm-hmm. a guy in oh, a second start. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to either be sack city or dump offs to Deion Jackson. He's going to do it one way or another. Yeah. Right. So please plug Deion Jackson into your starting lineup. Yep. Sandy, who's your guy? I love Josh Jacobs this week. I think Bounce last back. week, you know, and, I, and that's this is probably the first time I'm ever going to say Josh Jacobs, a bad performance was a fluke. Mm. Mm. This year, for the way that he's playing, he looks like he's taken his game to a whole new level. Yeah. So 
I think having the type of game last week where they get absolutely shut out, it's crazy. Against Jacksonville, they've been struggling. I think you got a game, you know, you do have to go to Jacksonville, but you got something to prove. Yeah. You know, I think the Raiders will will amp it up on their offense, Josh Jacobs included. Um, I think he'll have a really big game and you know, you'll be very satisfied. He'll be back on track. I think so too. It I should be it should be a bounce back. I mean, last week, you know, saying as a fluke, the three games in a row where he scored thirty points or more, look at the snaps. They were all over eighty percent. Every other game that he hasn't done that, it's been low. That game against New Orleans, only 55% of the snaps because they got down so early. So mm-hmm. yeah. this game should be better for them to manage. And once he gets going, he looks really good. He looks like a top 10 back this year. Yeah, He's and running I mean, he for is. some money. Yeah, mm. uh, That's Nick. it. That's the biggest motivator sometimes. Uh, we back around to Tyler Boyd. Mm. Well, are we? Or who was, the, uh, who was the one guy? Because he was part of your beef. So you already talked about Isaiah Likely is your yeah. start, one yeah. of your starts. Yeah. So yeah, not only Boyd. a beef guy, but he's also a guy you're saying no matter what, you're starting. Yeah. Who? Tyler or Isaiah Likely. likely. Mm. Well, I'm not starting him in Dynasty because I played Goddard last oh night, thank gosh. God. I have four great tight ends in Dynasty. Oh hate, hate me all you want. Hate me all you want. That's, i got to take any win I can get this at this guy. point. I have Tyler Boyd, too, and I'm definitely going to play him, okay. especially with Chase out, and I think they're in a positive matchup. I think just like all everybody else that we mentioned, the floor is crazy high this week. Yeah. Maybe not Likely. Likely could have the floor taken out from under him. But Boyd has a high floor, probably about 8 to 10 points. At least. And then an upside of, you know, close to 20, potentially being a low-end wide receiver one. See, the only thing is I feel like this is a toss-up. The Bengals don't ever have one guy they truly go to, like, outside of Chase. You know, it's mm-hmm. either going to be Tyler Boyd going off for 28 or it's going to be T. Higgins going off for 28. You know, it's not going to be – both of those guys having big games, it'll be one or the other. They both played well last week. Though. They did. Yeah. Well, T. Higgins had 13.9 That's okay. PPR. And Boyd had 12.8. Thanks to the touchdown. It's okay. 12.8. So, and, they and they both, both had, had a touchdown. touchdown. But, I'm so, saying, but that's that's kind of his floor, I think. And against yep. Carolina, which should be, a, you know, should be. They Bengals could make need explosive bounce plays, back. but if they anybody, do need to bounce back. If anybody, Carolina's going to target T. Higgins and Joe right. Mixon Jason and Horn probably go. let Tyler, Tyler Boyd get – this could be a game where he gets 10 underneath receptions, yeah. maybe 100 yards. That's the thing is, like, go back to Atlanta where he went 8 for 9 for 150 and a touchdown. Now, maybe not the 150 because he had a huge play. Yeah, but I think he gets ten tar- I think he gets 9, 10 targets, catches 7, 8 balls for 50, 60 yards, and you're – and if he gets a touchdown, then he's into the 20-point yep. range. And you're very happy. Yeah, and you're super He's happy. a safe start. I mean, Tyler Boyd, any Bengals rock, you know, between T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd, you could really say either of them. Yeah. I do like Tyler Boyd just because he is that random game guy. Yeah, I think he's yes. a guy that if, he's, if one guy's going to pop off. He's been off, good this He's wide receiver 15. That's insane. That's kind of insane. I was I traded away two dynasty picks to go get him just right. because I am in win-now mode. But right, of course. realizing that he's 27, I mean – yeah, he's, he's not kinda, that old. He's one of he's, he's been, been in the league for cooks. six, seven years. Yeah, you exactly. Can't, you can't yeah. trade him away. He's yeah. just going to be permanently stuck on my team, and I'm I'm, I'm just going to be okay with that, though. I, that's what I was going to say. I think in, be in the weeks that you need him, he'll be there for you. That's the yes. that's the guy like Brandon Cooks and him in a week like this where you have tons of buys, tons of injuries. You plug him in. Brandon Cooks makes this man sick. I already yeah. know it. He does make me yeah, sick. I hope that Tyler Boyd is married because I bet he's a loyal guy. He, he seems, seems loyal. Yeah, he seems like a. He's he'll, from he'll the right. Blue Collar College of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yeah. and Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And awesome. He did come out of Pitt. Second round pick out of Pittsburgh. Hmm. Yeah, just t- there's nothing wrong with Tyler There's Boyd. nothing wrong with him. Yeah. Solid right. guy. Who's next? Oh, I love this one, Jake. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you like I'm, a little Palmer action? I'm starting him in Amish because Mike Williams is out. Yeah. I Josh. like Palmer. I mean, he should feast. I mean, the last game he played in, he saw 12 targets. He's this, got nine receptions for 50 yards. I mean... <laughs> 
He Dude, should feast against Atlanta. About, oh my gosh. Nine for fifty scenario. And nine for fifty is a, uh, probably his floor. That's what I'm saying. Like there's nobody playing this game besides him, Carter, and and Everett. And of course, you know Jason Moore. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like no one else should see targets besides Eckler. Depending yeah. on the situation with the Chargers moving forward these next few weeks. I mean, obviously after this week you do get a bye. But look at those matchups moving forward. Does this is at the point where we're now with Keenan Allen, we're very uncertain about his health. They just Mike had Williams. By. They were just on by. Oh, well, no. Week yeah. seven. We're on week nine. Week eight yep. was their bye. So they right. just had the Josh bye. Josh Palmer They're did playing not play Atlanta. week seven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm looking at. All, but yeah. all the wide receivers for the Chargers so, yeah. have been yeah, injured. They're man. all injured. And it's against Atlanta, which we just saw what the Bengals did to them. We I saw, mean, what the saw what everyone does Carolina to them. Carolina did to DJ Moore to them. I mean, he should just be super solid this week. There's no other options there. I, I unfortunately had to pick up uh, DeAndre Carter in one league because I'm so depleted. So I'm probably going to start him too, unfortunately. And, that, and that's okay. I like DeAndre <laughs> Carter okay, for yeah. PPR. It's okay. Yeah, you're right. It's okay. <laughs> Again, we're talking about a desperate week yeah, nine desperate. where yeah, yeah. so desperate. many teams are on by. And we're, we're having to make some weird moves. That's the that's the problem when they added a game. They started yeah. grouping a lot of these teams on bye weeks together for some reason. Just like last year, there was another apocalypse then. Mm. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it feels like it was about the same time of the year. Right, right around week 9, probably week 10, 11. So the next guy we want to talk about is who? Juju. And this has been the one guy that I think I've been... I'm pretty sure I said I was done with this guy too. That's what's crazy. <laughs> you loved but him before the season. We've been yeah. on and off. Of I've been. This, he's probably the biggest roller coaster of guys that I've ever seen in a fantasy league. Like I love him this week simply because I like his trend. He's had a solid yeah. couple of good games. Back to back. 20. You add Tony to the mix now. I think he won't drop off. I still see his usage being pretty, pretty high. And you know, again, we're talking about. And no matter what, when you have Patrick Mahomes as your, as your quarterback, you always give yourself a chance. You don't think Tony eats into a little bit of his work? I don't think he eats into his work. I think he takes all of MVS's work and well, a little bit of Hardman. <laughs> he should. But, I mean, I do like what you're saying because the, the last two weeks he's played 20 points, 22 and 25, which is awesome. Over 100 yards think, of both. You know, the yardage is a little lucky. He caught some big bombs that, May or may not happen. I mean, five for one thirteen and seven for one twenty four. That's not gonna. But look happen. at the targets again. You know, minus five Buffalo. And eight. But against that was against Buffalo too. You know, last right? But week, he's he's got eight targets in almost every yeah. game, and was he done with it? Eleven for thirteen and nine. Like I said, I, I also did say <laughs> pump the brakes on it because again, you have to be patient. This is a brand new offense outside of I'm Travis sorry. Kelsey I'm and Harden. On him. I'm hating on him. You're I don't right. like Juju either this week. I'm I don't. I think him. this might be this and next week might be the last two weeks I will ever say this about Juju <laughs> because I don't love that stretch moving forward. But yeah. just for this, because Tony is just getting into the offense, yeah. MVS has already fallen off. That's why they made a move for Tony. And yeah. it's really just Juju and Hardman outside of Kelsey. So I like him this week. Fire him up. Start him. I think you feel confident. You know, I'm not even going to put a number out there for him, but I think this is a guy who you're going to trust. And again, by apocalypse. Yeah, that's the all only, you got to say. The only issue I have with that game is I think it's going to be one of the like few games this year where the Chiefs are not even going to run 60 plays. Mm-hmm. It's going to be kind of limited because they're playing Derrick Henry and Tennessee's defense, defensive line specifically, is really good. So. Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, I want to shout him out. This is the last chance for a guy like Clyde Edwards Hilaire to have fantasy value. <laughs> oh, he's done. His last chance is sailed. This, this will be a Pacheco game. Yeah, sailing hmm. takes me away well, to where I'm going. Since we're talking about you know a guy that we're questionable about, let's talk about a guy who's. I saw reports that he's truly questionable. Jake, who's your guy? As a oh, sit yeah. this week, yeah, James Conner. 
I don't think any of us love him. I mean, I've no. been off of him for for a while, and there's one person I won't name a name that's always trying to trade him <laughs> in one of our other leagues constantly, and I just couldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. I mean, even no. when he's played this year, he's looked horrible. Yeah, I mean, you know, Benjamin looks better. Ingram looks. Keontae Ingram looks better. And really, than if you look at that first game too, you take away the targets and the catches there. He basically is irrelevant. Take still. away a lucky touchdown because he averaged two yards a carry, two and a half yards yeah. a carry. James Conner, you know, and I, as a Pittsburgh fan, I, I saw the years. That was a really weird time to be a Steelers fan when James Conner was our lead back because no, like, he wasn't bad. No, like all props to him. But, and obviously he had the great story. He came out undrafted, had cancer. Like he overcame a lot. Yeah, and then he had a top the ten guy. year. Like love said, the guy, just don't love the player. I've never yeah. loved him. Love the personality. Love who he is as a player. Right. You, know, you can't hate him. Great story. But, again, yeah, as far as for fantasy value, he's really fallen off this year, especially, and the injuries have not helped that narrative. Yeah, well, and the thing is, he's questionable. 18 it, touchdowns last year, one right, question. Exactly. And it's like even if even if he's fully healthy, I'm questionably starting him, but maybe this week with all the injuries and buys. But if he's questionable, I'd rather start Eno Benjamin. I yeah. really would. Yeah, I've literally liked, any other option. I like I really the trend would. of Eno Benjamin. I really have. I kind of, hey, I he's young. Sure. Early on, I was a big proponent of him. I, I like saw Ke- the potential. Keontae Ingram, by he the end nice of the dude. year, will have a bigger role for sure. Wow. And it's unfortunate that they've paid James Conner so much money and they can hardly use yeah. him. Yeah, right. That's, that's the only thing that is like a a motivation for James Conner. Mm. It's like, oh, they paid him so much money, they'll have to use him. Yeah, Just like think. the Cowboys, but they don't have an owner like Jerry Jones who... <laughs> is directly involved with the coaching staff. Right. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, Sandy, who's your guy? So I'm not starting Michael Pittman this week. If I was anyone, strictly because we brought it up, New England, Belichick, and Sam Ellinger. Yeah. That's idea. all you got to say. Yeah, we talked about Deion Jackson earlier. I think this will be a game where – unfortunately, handoffs. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I don't think that Ellinger will be able to get the ball past five yards down the field more no. often than not. I mean, look at, look at last week, uh, Pittman's yards per target – was 5.89 Jesus and that and that's against Washington yeah that's so think bad. about against New England where he's getting no deep work he's getting no long bombs because Ellinger doesn't he's not gonna have the time to throw it down the field against New England <laughs> I agree I mean I think he catches some underneath stuff and maybe yeah. he gets a lucky touchdown but that's all you can hope that's for. the thing is the the targets will still be there I think it's just against that defense it's gonna be a lot harder for him to get open he has one touchdown on the year they don't yeah. target him in the and we talked about that how much they target these these tight ends, this Jelani like Woods, Mo Ali Cox. Mo Alley Cox getting a multiple this touchdowns. This feels like uh, Jacoby Myers all over again. The that same was, narrative. Really does. That was the guy I was going to literally say this or that. Pittman or Myers, who would you rather start? I mean, this for, the rest of this, for the rest of the Maybe year, the I'm saying year. Myers. That's insane. I, I tried agree. to make a trade for Myers. I can't. I haven't been able to do it. In Amish? Yeah. Interesting. I, I like that. can't do it. He almost, well, he did beat me last week, so that's mm. disgusting. Right. I'm going to bench Gabe Davis. Gabe. Yep. Can't do it this week. I think he's got one of those guys who's going to ping pong. And against the Jets, this is going to be one of those games. Wide receiver 37 on the year. I know he missed the game. He had a couple games he wasn't involved. There's not been a single instance all season where he's had over four receptions. It's four disgusting. Receptions. I mean, take away that that week, which I don't even want to talk about it. I was playing against him that week. Against and Pittsburgh? I just saw every yeah. single don't catch was an 80-yard touchdown. It pissed me off. But take away that week, and he's been one of the bigger busts of the year. Like you said. 
four receptions, three receptions, one, three, three, two. It's just he might be the biggest How? boomer bust player I've ever seen. So you talk about the playoffs. He goes back, and, of course, it didn't matter for fantasy purposes when yeah. he did that. But, you know, the four-touchdown game was what put him on the map, and they had a lot of hope in him. And don't get me wrong, he's still going to garner a lot of attention when he's out there. He has a huge but, touchdown percentage. He's one yeah. of the highest touchdown percentage guys in NFL history. And I'm just not, I'm not on that train. No, it goes back to it goes back to what we were talking about with James Conner. It's not consistent. Look what happens when they're not scoring touchdowns. They're yeah. they're horrible. Oh, I yeah. do still like him for dynasty strictly because he's only I mean, twenty three. He, I do like him. He's twenty three. He should get better, but we were expecting to see a huge leap from him. We were said he's in a great offense. He's gonna be the clear number two. There's no one else taking targets. Isaiah from him. McKenzie's been stepping up. He hasn't got mm-hmm. over eight targets in a game. Well, and mostly just, because he's just feeding Diggs the whole time. Yeah, Diggs is the probable, like, if you had to draft right now in legitimate NFL, not fantasy, if you had to draft right now, would Diggs be the number one receiver? Probably not, but he's top five. Top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So, I mean, he's going to get his 10 to 15 I mean, targets a game, and that, that really hurts games. To make that narrative, who who is it? I mean, it's obviously Cooper Cup number one. Probably uh, Jefferson Cup, after Jefferson that. Chase. So, I mean, for this year alone, it's ar- it's hard to argue Jefferson over Diggs, but I get but what you're Diggs saying. But Diggs is right there. I think I those would, three. For this year, I would pick Diggs over Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I, I would probably, Diggs over Chase, obviously, I would probably injuries, at this but. point take Diggs as number one just for this yeah. typical year because That's he is playing he out of his mind. This is probably going to be his career year. But does that speak yeah. more? Does no that speak to Josh Allen? Does it speak... Does it speak to Diggs? Or I think it speaks a little more to Gabe Davis. Because think about Chase and Higgins. Higgins gets way more targets and is a much better player than Davis, even with a chase. Yeah. So I think that speaks more to Gabe Davis just isn't, I don't want to say he's not good, but he's not that guy. He's there, not great. There are some games where they don't have to involve chase. And I think he's okay with that. Mm. Diggs, that's the reason yeah, he got traded exactly. away from Minnesota. He, yep. he's he has like, to he's get the ball. The ball. He Unfortunately, he's a little bit like a Antonio Brown. He knows he's a stud and yeah. he wants to be treated as such. Right. Absolutely. All right. Who's your next guy, Jake? Ooh, this Ugh. guy thinks he's a stud. Disgusting. Waller. <laughs> Ooh. It's been gross this year for him. I really do feel for him. And he's coming off an injury, but he's still questionable. I think I think even if I think I'm almost playing like a Taysom Hill this week. There's that certain would, there's certain guys that I'm willing to run through a wall for for him. I'm ready to build up the wall. <laughs> what? Trying to keep him in? What are you talking trying about? Trying to keep him out? <laughs> trying to keep him out? Okay. I see you're trying you're to build that wall, Mr. Trump. <laughs> yeah, build that wall. Sal's oh been God. trying to get rid of him for a while now. I, you can't even trade him. You know he declined Kittle for Waller a year oh, ago. No. In Dynasty. Oh, and I, that was that was you know my girlfriend will not let me trade away George Kittle because that's the only player that she knows and she <laughs> thinks that he's cool. And I was willing he to do cool. it for Waller. That's sinister. It would have been awful. Would have been that awful. That is horrific. That's yeah. insidious. I mean, it just shows. And he sat out all training camp to get a new deal, and now he got paid, and here we are. It's it's looking bleak for him. I mean, he had two weeks early in the season where he looked okay, but I mean, this offense is sputtering. They don't even look Renfro's way this year, and he was a top fifteen wide receiver Heck, last not year. Not even looking Devonte. Devonte now week. apparently they <laughs> don't. So this offense is it's foul. It's and Waller, I'm just not I'm not keen on. So go ahead and sit him. I agree. Yep. My other guys, uh, another Buffalo Bill, Devin Sing or yeah, Singletary. Gosh, dang! We're talking multiple bills, and it's this scary week. to think like that's probably the first time we ever had multiple bills. But right. they're the right guys if you were to talk about them because you talk about Hines. Naheem Hines joining them, basically the same type of player. You know, I with this week it's still going to be pass heavy. I don't, I don't really agree fully with Gabe Davis because 
I like his usage more, but I understand where you're coming from because of the full factor. If he's not catching a big bomb, he's irrelevant. Devin Singletary, you add another guy to the mix who they're going to have a little bit more confidence in than maybe a Zach Moss, than maybe a James yeah. Cook. So that doesn't look too good Singleton for Singletary. Singleton has zero rushing touchdowns on the year. He has one receiving touchdown. He has one touchdown on the year. There's nothing. That's going to keep happening. And if he's not getting targets, look in the games that he doesn't get more than three targets in. Five points, nine points, four points, eight points. I would play Michael Carter above him. He's going to get these targets zapped from him from Naheem Hines. Hines is a better pass catcher than both the other guys that they just had. What's amazing is they're both the same age, him and Naheem Hines. Both 25. I can't believe Naheem Hines is 25. I thought he was like 28. The main reason they traded for Hines was to be the punt returner and kick returner too. So Mm. he also has the upside to get a touchdown in that regard because Khalil Shakur is returning stuff for them. So was uh, the Chiefs and the Bills made a distinctive effort not to have a rookie returning kicks for them mm. the rest of the season. Smart, right? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, after you muff a couple in there. Sky Moore. Sky Moore, uh, Sky Moore yeah. <laughs> okay. Value is not through the roof. Who is the last guy? Uh, Kirk Cousins. I just can't I like do Kirk it. Cousins. I That's hate Kirk Cousins. Uh, I know they're not playing in primetime. They're playing <laughs> yeah. a 1 o'clock game, and they're playing the Commanders. I unfortunately, for Kirk, think that this will be a Dalvin Cook potential 200-yard game. Ooh, man, that's a big projection. I'm serious. He's due for one. Every year he gets one. He does. And this is the team that they're playing Washington at Washington. I don't think that they're trending in the right direction. I think it'll be a big Antonio Gibson game for Washington, Mm. just as a side part. But Dalvin will have a big game, and I think it'll limit Kirk to probably 200 yards and one touchdown so he can keep that streak going. Mm. And I can guarantee you that touchdown will not go to Justin Jefferson. No, I kind of feel the opposite. No, he's uh, got two touchdowns in the on the year, and he hasn't had one since means week he's one. He's got to keep him going. I know. Got to get this man I, going. I have Jefferson in dynasty. God knows, I right. I think he should get fifteen a year, but right. he throws. I think T.J. Hawkinson is more likely to get a touchdown in this game than Jefferson, just because they want to like, fire him up. I yes. like Hawkinson, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, the games where he's only had the one touchdown, which it, this could be that type of game. He scored twelve points, and mm-hmm. then he scored eight points in the other one. So yeah. I mean, I could see like fifteen to sixteen, like yeah, but, but you're def- not happy about it. I think the floor is low playing a bad team. Yeah. All right. Well, that's done with all the starts and sits, right? Yep. Do we want to go ahead and go into the matchups? Yeah. Yep. You want to you want to go through them, Jake? Yeah. So first one uh, of kind of note is going to be the Chargers at Atlanta. Atlanta, the sneakiest team in the NFL right yeah, now. Yeah, and the Chargers super banged up. Like this could. Could low-key be an upset here. I think Atlanta wins this game. That's insane. The thing is, like you said, with the injuries, I don't really think you can call it an upset when they're not at full strength. I just think at this point, Atlanta's got nothing to lose. You got Marcus Mariota you know, back there. They know he's not their future, but they're going to have fun while doing it. You have a young running back core with the old head and Cordero Patterson. Yes. Very young team overall. And the thing is, that's the point. Though. Their defense makes some plays here and there. They're not great. They're not perfect. But like you said, the Chargers are banged up. So I could very well see Atlanta taking this game too. Yes, sir. Yep. Let's go on to uh, Miami at Chicago. I like that line a little bit. Uh, minus four and a half for Miami. So that's kind of sneaky. I mean, Chicago. I think you know. Chicago makes it closer than that. I right. don't. And the reason why is because you literally just traded away Roquan Smith and mm. Robert Quinn over the last week mm. and a half. So their defense takes a big hit while their offense did improve slightly. And the way is that improving. Yeah. And Justin Fields is growing. I, I do see that. I like the offense. I think it'll actually be a pretty high scoring game. Claypool. Not, 
But really? Miami wins this. I, I I think Miami wins, and they should win. But I think Chicago's been kind of sneaky lately. And, you know, you add Chase Pool or Chase Claypool, you finally Chase get Pool. Chase Pool, if you will. <laughs> and you can get some more options in that offense. Maybe we'll see uh, Fields tw- take a step. I see 21-17. Yeah, four point win. That's so they I don't think Miami covers. Covers, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a, a weird kind of line. We'll go to Green Bay and Detroit at Detroit. Give me the Lions. No, <laughs> I think bounce back game no. for the Packers. I, I'm thinking a huge bounce back <laughs> game. It should be. This should be a get right for Aaron Rodgers game, and I'm starting him in Amish. We so. all want Detroit to win. Yeah, yeah we do. We, we all do. I know, Sam. I'm going to keep taking going. the Lions We're, because one day they're going to win it. <laughs> They'll do the most Lions thing and lose this game yeah. to Aaron Rodgers, and this man will yeah. come out and think he's at the top of the world. <laughs> and it's, I still own you. Meanwhile, he's over here grimacing every play over his thumb, and it's like, oh, I'm not good to go. Oh, I'm good to go. It's like this man, Aaron Rodgers, I think was put on and off healthy and questionable three times, if I'm correct. That's what every old week. head does, though. They, like, miss the first two two days of practice, and then they're they're fine. So, I mean, I, I, I agree with Nick. I think this is a huge bounce-back game for Green Bay. I think they come out and – and hopefully put up some big numbers because I'm starting a decent amount of Green Bay's offense, sadly, very sadly. I want Aaron Jones to have a big game. I, mean, I don't obviously. want that, but yeah. Please, A.J. Dillon, let's see you do something. What's next? Who does uh, – yeah, okay, let's go next. So, Buffalo, this might be – this is going to be my game of the week. Oh, really? I don't see any other fun ones. I mean, so Buffalo at the Jets, New York football Jets, the line – is ridiculous 11 yeah. and a half for Buffalo. I mean, that is foul. That game against New England really set them back. It and did. I think that's what the media but, looks at. But there. Bill, Vegas Bill looks Belichick at owns the Jets. The, you know, he never loses to them. That's kind of a, an anomaly, right. I think. But I don't think the Jets are – they're not as good as what their record is, but they're not as bad as – what they could what be. they could be. You know, yeah. I think that line's almost right. I don't think it'll quite be a blowout. The Jets' defense has been showing up really well. You know, last week, you know, like you said, it was just a bad week. Buffalo, I this might be their worst offensive game of the year, surprisingly. This one? I think it could be. The Jets' defense looks really good. Bills Mafia, baby. Bills I think Mafia. they win by 20. I, th- I like Bills. I, that line's just scary. But, yeah, I mean, they should win, but it's also – I mean, it's at MetLife. Mm. It's going to take a Zach Wilson interception or two. Yeah, but which will happen. I mean, yes. that's, it's going to happen. But If James Robinson could get 150 yards in this game and they have the ball for 60% of it, that's their best chance. Right. This is my game of the week. <laughs> Oh, really? Really? Mine's I'm, not here yet. I'm really? on board with the Seahawks this year. And the reason why is because I like what Geno Smith's been doing. He's honestly a top three MVP quarterback this year, mm. the way he's been looking. Top five. Yeah, definitely not top three. He's There's no I'm chance gonna, he wins an MVP. No, he won't win it, but I'm saying he'll put his, he'll put his name up there. Could you imagine? There's, Could you imagine? There's <laughs> z- literally a 0.0% chance. Peak so yeah. Seattle versus Arizona. This line's also interesting. Uh, minus two for Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I almost want to take that action. They they kind of sh- they shut them down, and that was at Seattle, obviously. But like Pete Carroll came out with a game plan, and they they executed it. They literally took Kyler Murray out of that game. His one of his worst games of the year. I think it is a bounce back though, because it is at home. Now we have at D-Hop. home. What do you now, mean at home, Arizona? That's no home field. Yeah, advantage. they lose they're the every worst. Game. They're the worst team at home in the last two yeah, three difference, years. I mean, that, no home the thing advantage. is playing. There's a difference from playing at home and playing on the road against the twelfth man. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Seattle has one of the best fan bases, so one you're of the taking hardest Arizona? places to win at. I do think Arizona wins this because what? I think Calamari bounces back. He has his guy. You have D-Hop this time around. <laughs> he does have D-Hop. He does have his guy. On pace for 180 and 2,200 yards if he were to play the full season. So, bet yeah. your sweet bippy. 
Okay. I'm going to go Arizona, too, though. I'm going Seattle. I do like it. I'm going Seattle. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 The Titans and the Chiefs is the <laughs> yeah. next one. Minus 12 and a half? That's Are you yeah. serious? The thing That's is, insane. this is crazy because this wouldn't have been a line last year. This would they they you would have been out of your mind if you said minus twelve and a half. I'll take last that. year. I'll take Tennessee for this. Right, because here's the thing. I mean, Sunday night football. Once he and once Henry gets going and they run the ball the whole time and Tennessee's defense is really good and sh- I don't want to say shuts down Mahomes because you don't do you that. You but, can't shut down. But they will regulate. They will down. regulate Mahomes. If you only give Mahomes a game of attrition. pass attempts, yeah, it's going to be a game of attrition. I like the twelve and a half. However, like I said, I'm sticking with that with the juju. I don't know how many other guys are really going to have big games for Kansas City outside of Kelsey, of course, and Juju. Yeah, we're but, all still taking Kansas City. Obviously. Yeah, I'm I just don't think Kansas it's going to be a sure. blowout. No. I'm not taking that spread. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I'll take the money line. Right, but yeah. this is my game of the week up next Monday night. Yes, it would Baltimore be at New Orleans. It would be if Mark Andrews is 100 percent good. Either way, how is that him? only two and a half for Baltimore? Because uh, New Orleans is no, three and sneaky. five. And yeah. again, Mark Andrews, uncertainty. I just feel like there's too many holes in that Baltimore offense I right mean, now. For the NFC North or for the AFC North's, you know, just for the Bengals' jealousy. Yeah, obviously, I want New Orleans to win. I think New Orleans might win this game. I really do believe it. Andy They're, Dalton once again takes down Baltimore to ruin their season. I would love that, honestly, just because at the end of the day, I like Lamar. Don't get me wrong. I just. There's something about New Orleans. Like they're one of the one of my outside of Pittsburgh, they are one of my favorite teams in the league just because they're they're just a consistent, they're a gritty team. They're fun to watch. Obviously, I'm a big Alvin Kamara fan too. So, you know, it it just it, I don't think Baltimore at this point has found themselves offensively, especially with how many holes that they've, you know, now have going into this week. I think big game for Alave. Ravens secondary is terrible against the mm. deep ball. So I have New Orleans winning a shootout. I think it'll be a very high-scoring game. Yeah, I can see it. If uh, Landry plays, because I know he was questionable, but mm. yeah. hopefully he comes back. That'd be that'd be really interesting. Yeah. If he, he plays, you right take. Way. I already know what Sandy's going to say, so don't even answer. Devin <laughs> Duvernay or Jarvis Landry if he plays. That's disgusting. I mean, I'm going to take Duvernay regardless. Duvernay. Of course you are. I'll do Duvernay oh over Landry. Oh, my God. Nick, Nick loves Duvernay, dude. He just, no, I he know. just picked him. No, I just, you, ha- love him. <laughs> you love him. just hate Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Wait, practices again on Friday. Okay, yeah. so Landry Jar- is trending in the right way. And he should see eight eight targets at least. He should, especially with Michael Thomas being down. That's what I'm saying. Down. There's nobody there. Yeah. I mean, Callaway. Yeah. Yeah, Traquan Smith. Yeah, eh. Wait, wait, wait. What about Shabazz, your guy, or whatever? Rashid Shahid. Rashid Shahid. Hey, man, I like he his He has potential. looked unbelievable. Sandy loves him because every time he touches the ball, he gets a touchdown. He still doesn't have a That's picture right. on, on Sleeper. Think about that. That's this how much of a bum he is. He's undrafted. It's disrespectful. So we got about, what, four minutes left? We just hit 46 minutes. You got any uh, dynasty picks for us, Jake? Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the dynasty real quick. Oh, this is and fun. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ask you all a couple a couple guys, and you have to say what you would give up for them. And we're only gonna go one pick, and it's a it's a middle pick, so it's anywhere from like three to seven or eight. Mm-hmm. You would say you would give up a first, a second, or a third. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'll go right off the rip with Chris Godwin. A one. <sighs> I mean, yeah, he is still worth a first-round pick strictly because we've seen his ceiling. I think it, it, injuries this year has made him look bad. No touchdowns but, either. Yeah, so I, I mean, just but the thing is, I don't see anybody giving up a one. Y'all, you you're rate stuck him as a with one. Right now. I think I rate him as a one, but nobody is going to give up a one. I would one. do a twenty twenty-five one. Right. Okay. Someone down the road. Yeah. Would see, you do a twenty twenty-five one? 
Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'll send that to you after the show. No, oh, no, I'm saying I would. <laughs> get, no, I'm saying I would give up a 2025 one for Godwin if I didn't have him. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I wouldn't necessarily accept that, but we'll I see what you're saying. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> oh my gosh, we'll we'll absolutely. Talk. That's the okay. only one that I have. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're not wrong. Kyle Pitts cost a lot to sit on my bench, man. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's literally in the in the word tough. We're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna go with how many. And you can we'll do a package here. Oh, first, second, or third. John Taylor right now. Just picks How and many? no players. One, anything? two, and three. You can go multiple for multiple years. I mean, you're still giving up a minimum of two firsts. In Dynasty. Two firsts, okay. A minimum of two firsts and probably a second. Wow. I would stagger him. A one, two, and a three over three years. One, two, and three over three years. If we were, if I mean, he's 23 years old. If John I, Taylor I was 25, if he was 25 or 26, right. I would agree more towards that. But because of how young he is, it's just it's it's too early to be like, oh, completely off the bandwagon. Okay. I agree. Like I I would almost feel like you'd almost have to do two firsts, but I I think it would have to be a first this year and a first down the down the road. It's just the quarterback question marks right. for me. Right. And if they if you know Carson Wentz obviously was there and Jonathan Taylor was the running back one, but it's, it's kind of scary for me, especially if Quentin Nelson is getting older. The offensive line hasn't looked as good as they were in the last five years. Right. You know, it's just a little scary, but I understand. Let's go. Let's go. Kadarius, Tony, two twos, two twos, a second and third. Interesting. Second and a third. He's not there yet. I like his potential. We don't know what he's going to do. I like it a lot better. And the thing is, if you're someone who has Tony, and you're not fully there yet, this would be the time to go ahead and sell high on him. Mm. But the thing is, selling high might not really mean you're selling high because we don't know. Right. I would do either two twos or one one. Wow. One wow. I would do a one. One, one. A one I could for see Tony, one. but yeah. but also a one for Godwin? Yes. Who's proved to the be age. a top five? The age difference. But yeah, it's <sighs> also it, it is the age difference, but it's also like the Look who's the, team, the, ball. the team that they're on. And right. Tony has shown that he's He's the potential to be the shiftiest guy in the he league. Should. Also, Godwin has Tom Brady, who yeah, you know, who knows certainty. what his future holds. He's Meanwhile, only playing one this. Patty Mahomes. He's only playing this year. To Who's delay the backup his... there? Kyle Trashka. Oh yeah, Kyle no. Trash. Excuse me. Yeah, we love the puns yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just it, it's tough to get behind him. Where did he play? Florida it's tough to stay on Trask. I'm yeah, on Trask. Florida. Oh yeah, gosh. Oh my God. Kyle Trash. <laughs> this this one could be a a, a haul. We're gonna do a haul one. Mm. Ramondre Stevenson. Mm. Multiple first. Multiple first. He said, "You want to talk later?" I did a one and a two. I would do a one and a two. I traded yeah. for him this summer, yeah, and, he's, and you got to steal though. He's one of my. Well, I traded away Godwin for him, right. and I got a second round pick in return with it. So that's it's a kind steal. Of, it's, in hindsight, it's a steal. Jake hates yeah, that trade now. Yeah, looking I, back, in hindsight, <laughs> in hindsight, it's bad. I loved Ramondre in the summer. I mean, right. I, underdog fantasy. Shout out to those guys. They were the biggest freaking Ramondre Stevenson fans in the world, and right. I probably watched two hours of Ramondre Stevenson videos and one day and was like, I have to get him. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to do it. Yeah. Same when you're a Pats like guy, him. of course you're, of course you're going to target him. But yeah. I mean, right now you, I, you all are saying this though. You're saying I will give two first, but you would never give two first for this guy. I could, could I could you? consider it. I would do a one and a two. That's realistic. A one and a one. You talk about not. that? I've got a one and a two. Oh my gosh. No, if I would trade for him for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's the difference. <laughs> That's what I said with Gage. Like, yeah, I would trade but for see, him. But yeah. see, if I wanted him off of you, then yeah. we're talking multiple first. No, we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking like my dark-seated rival in Dynasty oh, here. I'm not gosh. trading him away to you. 
that that's is the, the guy who I really have on my hot list. So. Really? Well, we'll talk in the future. Yeah. We, we don't have to worry about this year. We can See, worry about next year. You sent me something crazy. Well, think See, about we're it. fostering trades up in here. Let's oh, go. Like let's go with. Let's go with a, a little bit more of a rookie. Let's go with uh, Romeo Dobbs. How do you think his outlook is? It's hurt now, but I still think he's worth. Uh, I mean, he was taking the second round in ours, right? The second yeah. round pick. So he's every bit as worth of a second rounder. I don't know if I would give more than two. You know, I don't think I would give him more than one second and maybe a third mm. just because I think he took a step back. Yeah, I think a second was the max I could do because, I mean, Rodgers, he realistically probably plays there. I mean, he'll finish out his contract. It's a two-year extension, so he probably yeah. has one more year. But after that, I mean, who, Jordan Love throwing to Romeo Dobbs and three other guys. Yeah, two and a three is about the limit. Two and a three. How do you? What do you do with? Let's throw Christian Watson into that. Two threes, same, almost same deal, but maybe yeah. a little less. Two threes. Wow. Yeah. I like Dobbs a little bit more than Christian Watson, but they're both That's almost insane. like neck and neck. Yeah, the back shoulder catches the acrobatic touchdown last week definitely mm. makes me motivated for Dobbs, but you right. know at the same time Aaron Rodgers is a psychopath, so you never know. <laughs> right. Let's go, uh, Josh Jacobs. A one and a two and a three. One, two, three. I agree. The thing is, I don't want to get years. for a dynasty. Right. I don't want to get too caught up in the now. You know, we've seen the three, three, you know, three thirty-point games this year, and then we've also three, seen the three under ten-point games this year. Yeah, we've seen the highs and the lows. If you're going to trade for him, don't give up too much, but understand he's still young. So yeah, he's twenty-four. If Keeps you had, I, I like the one, two, and a three, but I don't think someone in our league would give him up for that. Maybe I, I, I definitely. Think I think so. a one, two, and three for sure gets them. I think if you came with like a a couple twos and a three, maybe not. But I, if you packaged a one, that's 100% well. The man who him. has them likes to say that Camara uh, is on the same level as him. Which in this year, it's it's hard to argue that. But touchdowns, it's uh, hard to argue it. But strictly because of Josh Jacobs' emergence, that's uh-huh. why I would give that. But I don't know. It's a tough one. But, yeah, if I was looking at him, I agree. One, two, and a three. He's running like a crazy person yeah. right now. He's running like a, a free train. Like he you was, said, money's, money is the motivator. Yeah, Shout sure. out, Bo, if you're out there listening you want to talk. Is. He is. He's this is Nova Kappa. That was, the, uh, <laughs> that was the first pick a couple years ago in Dynasty. Right. Yeah. We'll go our last one here. I want to do a little something different. A quarterback who's a little underperformed, but it's still very young. Okay. Justin Herbert. I would do two, two ones and a two. If I needed a quarterback ones? in Dynasty. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Two ones? I got Lamar for less than that. Yeah. So and Lamar is better than Herbert, in my opinion. Look at Dynasty. it this way. I don't disagree I like, with I like that. To, I like to acquire quarterbacks. I have Patrick Mahomes. So I wouldn't know you do. You literally had Mahomes and... I had Mahomes, Lamar, and Hurts all summer. I don't disagree with it, but what I do disagree <laughs> with currently is if you were to buy Herbert right now, you don't have to offer that. You're going to offer Herbert... I'd say a first, a second, and maybe a third would get him. But I just – this would be the time to buy him. If you're a situation where you don't have your solidified fantasy quarterback, shoot an offer to him, you know, before yeah. he takes off. While he's in his down spread, get him. You know, this – Jake made a great move in getting Lamar when he did. You know, that gave him that fantasy QB moving forward in Dynasty. But if you're not on that level and you need a guy, Herbert, someone who has Herbert, knowing what they're going through this year, would probably take a deal for mm. less than what you just said. But you, you said you didn't pay that much for Lamar, but Smith and Pollard, I think, are, would be worth more than a one, two, and a three. I wouldn't accept that one, two, you and a three for both ones. of them. You said two ones yeah. and a two. I wouldn't accept that for Pollard and Smith. Oh, I would all day. 
Really? Yeah. Interesting. I would, and we, and we have, because I don't think they went. I, well, Smith probably was a first round pick, but Pollard, yeah. I don't even know where he Smith went. Smith was a. Uh, I was took him at seven. seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I took. Well, he actually went eight because I uh, I took Trey Sermon at seven. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man. <laughs> I had Nick. seven and eight. Nick. So I was 50. Well, we don't I even talk about this. Rule of thumb <laughs> if you that. see a San Francisco running back, <laughs> do not never take again. them. They never yeah, do it. They will never do it again. McCaffrey. Nick won't touch them with a 10 foot pole now. No, I won't. Fuck Mike Shanahan or Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Fuck that family. <laughs> okay, fifty-five minutes. I think we're good. Yeah, the Shanahan uh, hate had to get in there too. We don't really hate the Shanahans. Yeah, yeah. the way he uses George Kittle. Yeah, I kind of yeah. do. It's getting better. <laughs> Thank God. Well, we're happy to see you guys once again. Make sure you follow us on social media at the Ball Bros Pod and turn on notifications for our show. That way you don't ever miss an episode. Hit that bell, baby. We don't want you to miss it. Hit that bell. got some big news. That was Hit a that good bell. I should have just said that. See you guys. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on our socials at The Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.